welcome to the Natty's Podcast. My name is Jared Grunewagen, and I am once again joined by Andrew D. Hello, hello, hello. And we have news. Uh, we're a little bit behind some other podcasters talking about this, but there has been three articles that have come out talking about the three squadron packs that we are getting in March. Absolutely. It's nice, too, because, you know, we had the spoiler bit, and then the spoilers got taken out, and they were kind of blurry. It's nice that I think to some degree, maybe, that they FFG or... Who, yeah, FFG was just like, all right, you caught us. You know that the spoilers came out, so let's just pump these articles out and kind of just show you what we can do and kind of go out in a good way as much as possible. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we also were kind of told that, like, the articles are kind of gonna keep coming from ffg while it's ffg product um so I'm, I'm sure that the articles are mainly written for the other ones as well they did correct the card art uh for the rebel squadron pack so we now see the correct upgrade cards on the right hand side yay you mean they don't have the black one title uh, and- to go on or the s or, or the uh, whatever the foils for um you know uh, a wings and a b wing pack uh and they they don't have tech slot they don't have tech <laughs> yeah, cards right <laughs> oh my goodness so, so but in all fairness that that was something that we should never have leaked in the first place so i can i can understand it being like yeah. like whatever it's like a, a really it's a an afterthought it'll never be really thought about again like whatever now there's not a whole lot though that is new from what we had discussed the last time as we were going yes. through the, the the leaked information yes the german deciphering of the articles mm-hmm. yes the german deciphering we did a pretty good job with that i feel uh we kind of got a lot of stuff figured out one of the things that we got wrong is what the uh, non-epic B6 blade wing prototype does. Oh yeah, we definitely got that wrong. Um, <laughs> very wrong. Very wrong. And I, you know, as much like I wanted this to happen, but at the same time, kind of said that this is how we got this, because this card is a single pip. It's a unique card, limited to one, and it only adds a gunner slot. I wanted the gunner yeah. slot in, by, on B wings. But I was really hoping that this blade wing was gonna, you know, gonna be something, something cool. Yeah, what a tease that resulted in just like nothing. Like, ooh, don't worry. Yeah, there's gonna be an, a standard version, not just an epic version. Yeah, standard version, gunner slot. Yep. Bam, done. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I guess you put weapon systems officer on here, like. Yeah, depending on who you're using, you know, it can be it can be good, uh, but at the same time, you know, like you're not gonna you're not gonna be putting that in weapon system officer on uh, uh, like ten num, right? Because the weapon system officer is not gonna help him with his double tap shot. This upgrade better be. Almost free, yeah. Because you're going to. It's. I mean, the concept of putting it on in the first place is that you're going to be putting on a gunner. Yep. So you're already paying the premium for a for, gunner, and gunners and, are not cheap. And the gunners, no, exactly. And on top of that, there's not a ton of like. 
really, really great gunner options for the B-Wing, I feel. Like, there are good gunner options, yep. for sure. Like, a weapon system officer is a good one, for sure. Okay, especially if he has, uh, you have the S-foils, it, it all kind of syncs together, yada, yada, yada. But um, when it comes to the, uh, like, it doesn't work the same way. It's like Whisper, Fifth Brother. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, the Force is super awesome. That makes a ton of sense. We're going to be using this literally for that purpose and the extra crit damage. And like, I'm like, okay, I can really see how this gunner is great for that ship. But there's not a lot of like really great options, at least at the moment, for the B-Wing. Yep. Now, we uh, we did get the spoiler of what Ahsoka Tano does in A-Wing. So she is an I-5 A-Wing, three force, one back per turn. It says, after you fully execute a maneuver, you may choose a friendly ship at range one to two and spend two force. And that ship may perform an action even while stressed. So this is different from her ability in the Aether Sprite. Uh, first off, she has an extra force, but... She needs to spend an extra force in order to do her ability. And then her ability works at 1 to 2 instead of 0 to 1. So she can't use it on herself, but she can reach out to enemies that are a little bit farther away. Uh, I didn't I didn't even put that together, that it was the longer distance. Yes. Um, but yet also not working on herself. Yeah. Mind you, I don't fly Rebels, so I didn't pay too, too much attention to it. And you don't uh, fly Republic. Prefer... Uh, yeah, exactly. I just more so consider. And when's the last time you've seen a Sokotano on the table? Um, I've actually seen a few uh, Sokotano builds um, on the table, to be honest, really? because she is very good at what she does. Yes. Um, but I did not put two and two together that I'd, this was slightly different. I just think that they've priced her a little expensive. Uh, I think a couple of the Aether sprites, not all. But a couple of the Aether sprites are a little expensive because, you know, when they were first released, what were you? What could you fly? You could you could fly an Arc, you could fly the Aether sprite, and you could fly um, the V V19. And so I think a lot of the Aether sprites were getting a lot of table time because that's what you could fly. And I think yeah. they priced them just just a little expensive. A couple points. Yeah, at the beginning they were priced to sell. Right, uh, sell on the table, sell period. Not necessarily sell in, in the in literal definition, yep. but price to sell, just like good to go on the table. But now there's a lot of options, and there could be some deadlier options if things are too cheap. So yeah. Well, I think again, it was like, what what can you bring, right? And so you could bring, yeah, you you could bring a Delta, you could bring some Jedi, or you could bring the V19s, which. Like, all the named V-19s aren't good. Or you could bring arcs. So you're bringing arcs and Jedi Knights. Or the cheapest V-19s. And so people were bringing Ahsoka a fair bit. And so they jumped her points up, like, substantially. Mm -hmm. Um, Where she is... Like, she is more expensive than Luminara or Sacy Tin. uh, Who are both I-4s, right? Um... And, like, Stacey Tin can change somebody's dial, which is always good. Uh, so, I don't know. She's just she's just a little little pricey, I think, but... I-5A-Wing, though, that's a, that's a good... That's a good ship with three fours. Now, it does take two to use her ability, so she can't use her ability 
more than two turns in a row. Uh, she will. Uh, you just evade with her, and she's a nuisance beyond all nuisances. Yeah, but she's probably going to be that coordinating ship of more than a more than an attacking ship. You know, I think it'll be interesting to see how she compares to Jake yep. in price and how often she's being thrown on the board. You know, nice opportunity. You have this uh, room to play mm-hmm. with, li- literal room, yes. um, where Jake has to really stick tight um but jake also has the ability to you know have maybe even a larger effect because he can affect himself and others even on the same turn right so uh interesting i mean uh i've also had a couple of friends where they're like oh well she's got three four she's gonna have to spend two like that's not a problem you're not using her really if you're using as a support ship she's not really there for the attacking you just put patience on her and then you're all good to go so now another one that we see is derek clivian it was also Hobby. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, where's Hobby? Well, apparently his real name is Derek. Um, <laughs> so he is an I-3 in the RZ-1, and his ability says after you acquire or spend a lock, you may remove one red token from yourself, uh, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. Yep, it gives you that action economy. It's like doing that extra thing for something you're already going to yep. do. And my question is also, does Hera passing him a lock count as acquiring? Uh, would make sense that he would. They would I would think so. Right? I would think so. He's acquiring that lock. So um, acquiring a lock, I think, is as soon as a ship has been given or provided an opportunity to lock and i think that and, would count so and the article does say it counts so oh well then the, the, i mean and if the article says it then there's no way it possible could possibly could be wrong. well i mean yeah it's an <laughs> ffg article so it's always 100 exactly. percent accurate exactly but uh yeah so that's that could be sometimes strain or deplete even look like stress like yeah and it is a red token right it is red token so, yeah, you could, you know, bust over a cloud, get that strain. She passes you a, uh, a, a lock, and you're like, ah, not strain, shoot me now. Mm-hmm. Ah, right token, that's so, that's so much better. That's so good, I like it. Um, what else did they talk about in here? Oh, well, they Besides, got Wedge. Wedge we already knew about, yeah. it, though, and we've kind of hammered that I one. Know. Shara Bay. Uh-huh. Which we kind of we already guessed Shara Bay. We we had said probably the exact same ability as the Ark, which it is. No real news there. Uh, Going to move on to the Empire. Um, the Empire. We get to see Commander Gorin, and he says after a friendly ship at range zero to three with a lower initiative than yours partially executes a maneuver, it may perform a red focus action. Uh, so Gorin I four in the interceptor. He is. He now allows your, you know, I ones and whatnot. They can they can bump, and uh, your I twos. They're showing in the article. They can bump or whatever, and he's going to allow them to still get that focus action. You know, try and set up blocks, and if they themselves get blocked, well, it doesn't really matter because they can still take an action. Yeah, very strong. I mean, I know a lot of people, as soon as they started to read this, I know I was, they're like, oh, a friendly ship, a range 0 to 3, with a lower initiative than it gets to, may perform a red if blocked. I'm like, oh, wait, no. 
uh, lower initiative than yours, not yourself. Yeah. Oh, darn. Yeah. But super strong because nothing sucks like getting blocked and not having action. Well, so this really could be the surviving, the piece that keeps a lot of stuff alive, right? And, and deals out that damage. And with it being low, like not working on himself, uh, maybe that can just uh, lower his price a little bit and make him just that more uh, attainable for the tabletop. I think that was one really good thing that they managed this time around is that the fact is that these ships have the in these squadron packs they, they have good abilities, not the greatest abilities yep. it seems. And they some of them even have drawbacks or things that you know that won't happen all the time. So it allows that cheaper price to come in. Now I'm sure because we tend to disagree a lot on stuff, but talking about drawbacks, the the one ship that I am super disappointed with the ability uh, <laughs> is Sienna Reed. <laughs> Uh, who is an I-6. Hopefully this means that she's cheap and you are going to see three sixes on the table. Uh, but her ability says, after you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, gain one stress token. After a friendly ship at zero to three is destroyed, remove a stress token. And I don't like this. I don't like that they punish you for doing the right thing. That if I love it. Oh. <laughs> I love it for the for the exact reason I mentioned is that now we're gonna get a cheaper i six and I think Marcel on GSP was pretty funny when he said he's like I would have rather her have no ability than this ability yeah. <laughs> but um, I I would rather her have this ability it's easy to work around it's not that difficult most of the times it probably won't ever come the negative part won't ever come into play and then the uh, positive side might more often come in play. Um, the entry will be at a, a decent price, so there is no way in the world I don't see triple I6s coming from the Empire, most likely with a bid as well. Yeah, well, there's 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 no way that this ship can come in close to where Centir is. Like, she's got to be oh, below no, 50. No. She's got to be sub-50. Oh, uh, God, yes, 100%. I think she probably hits around the mid-40s. Yeah, mid-40 might be. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they'll go that low with a 6 just because she's a 6. But, yeah, I, I don't. Like, mid-40. 45 is probably. Because, yeah, it's just. If you, That's the lowest. If you kill. I'm thinking 45 lowest. I don't like that if you do the right thing and you kill somebody, you get punished. Uh, me, I don't you like know, that. It, it, it keeps things interesting. I mean, if you, it, you pay the price, right? You want you want three I sixes, fine, but you're going to have to figure this element out. Here you go. I think it makes things really interesting, and the people who know how to fly, uh, you know, like the Sunterfells, the very very fragile aces, looking at like the Duncan Howards, looking at. Um, uh, looking at Marcel, who does an incredible job with, you know, just four I-5 um, A-wings. These are the people who are going to be able to fly Sienna. Not really... You won't almost ever see the drawback, and it's going to be fine. And I believe that there will be ways to mitigate this. It's interesting when uh, somebody... Uh, they meant, uh, There's a few people mentioning, like, Ruthless... 
Um, there's a few people mentioning... I mean, obviously you're not doing an Aces build then if you're putting Ruthless. But, uh, but there's a few different Deadeye shot um, just to kind of pull back some of your damage if you get too much coming through. Uh, I'm sure, sure there will be options. Um, so really just really cool. I, I'm interested to see what people do with it. Now talking about mitigation, we have another interceptor. This is an I-2 interceptor, Nash Windrider. Uh, and he says during the engagement phase, after a friendly small ship at 0-3 to three is destroyed, if that ship has not engaged this phase, you may spend one charge, and he has one charge recurring. If you do, that ship engages at the current initiative. Now, I am assuming that he, when they say current, at current initiative, it's going to work like Rush, where it will be at the initiative that, that like at that initiative after all other ships have engaged. That's my assumption. I could be wrong, but like right now, how Rush works is if, like, so Rush, if he gets the damage, he becomes a six, um, and if he gets damage at I five, he engages at five after all fives have gone before fours start. So it's kind of like a, a four and a half type of deal. I'm assuming well, that's does, what Nash Windrider is going to do. How does um, what's his name, uh, Warthog? Uh, how is he worded? Uh, they're not removed until the end phase. Oh, then I I would most likely agree with that uh, which actually makes this so much better. Uh, to some degree, does that make it better? Yeah, because then depending on what your other ship is. Um, it, the other, I mean, yeah, yeah, depending on what your other ship is, depending on what their innate initiative value yep. is, they may, if, if this is correct, um, they could, they could initiative kill things. Good, possibly. Um, depending on what's all on the you know, field, you know. You, you know, an academy tie gets killed at an I, by an I-6, but then the academy tie fires. Yeah, gets to shoot and, you know, academy tie gets killed by quick draw. And then gets to shoot at Kylo Ren before <laughs> Kylo engages, just just for the funds, right? So I think this is going to for sure find its way. I I love it. Um, Alteranian zealot, zealot, uh, zealot. zealot, zealot. That's what we're saying. That's how you say All it. Right. Zealot. Okay, cool, cool name too. Sweet. Uh, they did show us uh, a, the. Um, epic cards so we have sky strike academy class which is a two limited uh card uh command card and it says after you barrel or boost each of your wingmates is forced to split from the wing but while you defend up to five of your wingmates in the attack arc may each suffer one hit or crit damage to cancel one matching result uh so you know if you are flying an interceptor and you boost or barrel roll, all your wingmates are gone. But if you keep them all with you, each of your wingmates can take one hit for you. Yeah. That's pretty... I mean, for epic-wise, just spreading out the damage amongst your whole super group good. is great. Yeah, super, super good. I was playing good. an epic game the other day. Uh, my opponent, Cliff, was trying to kill my wing leader, Jonas... Uh, Captain Jonas, and uh, at the end of engagement, first engagement phase, he had lost a X-wing because Jonas's 
wing had destroyed it, but Jonas actually had no damage and had just sloughed it off to a couple of different guys. And there was three TIE bombers with two damage each on them, and Jonas was completely healthy. Mm-hmm. It was great. Epic is, if anybody has not tried it, give it a shot, because it's actually a ton of fun. The other one we have is Shadow Wing. It's a single pip, so single limited. Your wingmates can perform barrel roll or boost actions. If they do, they voluntarily split from the wing, and while you defend, up to two of your wingmates can suffer damage. So this one grants them a couple extra actions. I still wish that it would allow them to do things like the rotate arc or um, the reload actions. I wish those actions were allowed by wingmates, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you defend the yeah, regular stuff. Attacker on each suffer one hit crit damage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the other one, I think, more, but still. Um, it's cool. It, more stuff for Epic. It's great that there is continued support. I would like more support. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, AMG will, especially being what they are, um, will step up to the uh, pitch with this yep. one. Um, because it's cool to get these cards now and then. It would be cooler to have, I think, something similar to what we got in the original bet, where we got these ni- this nice pack with all the upgrades and different scenarios and cool things, but I think we're all kind of sitting back and, or at least I think majority of people maybe sitting back waiting for a campaign. If, they, if that is going to be something, like I would definitely play out a, a campaign of X-Wing for X-Wing night. It'd be cool. Yeah, we will see. Now, they did also show us Volt Scaris in the Interceptor, who is an I-5. Basically the exact same card as his Defender, except Interceptor. Um, so, again, take an action to reload a charge. Uh, the charge will go away if you don't use it at the end of the... Uh, uh, at the by the end of the end phase. Um, but when he engages, he can spend a charge to take an action. This is so much better on the interceptor. Very good on the interceptor. Chassis. Especially right? interceptor oh. without the sensitive controls, just the regular auto thrusters, so that he can just hold on till okay, my turn to engage. I'm going to barrel roll boost or boost barrel roll or whatever you want kind of thing. Or I'm going to target lock and take a boost because if I do, I have a shot, you don't. Like, he can... So many options. Yeah, if he if he has the targeting computer on there, right? Target, yeah, right. for right. sure. With targeting computer, but like, or even take a focus and and boost whatever he needs to. Like, he's got a lot of options uh, with the with the auto thrusters on there. Yeah, I mean, you get perfect knowledge. Basically, I mean, you have perfect yeah. knowledge. So, um, and he, it might even be worth playing. You know, a Vader. Um, sorry, a Vader. A. Um, uh, Suntir and a Vault Scaris, contrary to the Sienna, maybe that might be a route people will go because you don't have to take this action. He can just function as an I five with the focus, yep. and when it is applicable to take this action, and there's lots of different reasons to do so, you take this action because most likely you're taking this action because you know you're not going to get shot. Now moving into the scum. The scum was the faction, or what, the, the scum pack, uh, what is it called? Fugitives and Collaborators. Uh, 
was the one we knew the least about. We did not have a photo for before. We do have the spread now. But we also got a whole bunch of stuff that was, you know, shown. We have cards for stuff. So the first one is an I-4 Y-Wing. And this Y-Wing is Ar Arlie's Hadrassian. And it says, while you perform a front arc attack, if you are damaged, you may change one of your focus results to a crit. And while you defend, if you are damaged, you must change one of your focus results to a blank. So this is again where you kind of like one side of your ability is a is like a negative and the other side is a positive. I like this one a lot better though because it's not punishing you for doing the right thing. It's just punishing you for getting damaged. Isn't this like ability just like I guess it, it, I guess it's like not really that great though. Like it's just it's a yeah. Wild. It's not really that fantastic. It. Uh, it you know, I guess in all okay. Actually, you know what? It's not too too bad um, if you're damaged, because what's going to happen is you are obviously taking a lock. You're firing, and the thing that always happens is like you know, you reroll the lock, and you're like, yep. oh geez, I wish I had a yep. focus, right? But you're just firing whatever shot at the front arc, so which is, you know, lots of missiles and yes. ordnance, and then you just turn a focus to a crit. So, you know what? So it it, it only works with torpedoes, decent. which you don't usually see Y-Wings bringing torpedoes. Usually a Y-Wing is going to have the turret on it. Oh, they don't have, they don't have missile, uh, slots. missile slots, eh? Oh, um, but still, I mean, strap an ion torpedo Could be real there, good. You know? So there, I think it has yeah. potential. Uh, I don't think it's fantastic, We'll see what the price is for sure, and if it's yeah, if it's cheap enough to bring a missile. Now the thing is, like bringing an ion torpedo, that crit doesn't mean anything, right? As opposed to a advanced protorp or a protorp or even a plasma, the crit can mean a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. You you make a very very good point there. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything unless it's a, a damage um, dealing. Uh, yeah, shot. but this could be good with his front arc, just of his ship. He's only a two-dice front arc, but depending on, you know, maybe flying him naked is not going to be a terrible thing. Because, you know, a, a naked Y-Wing, what's a... Let's just pull up a, a random scum Y-Wing. Uh, you know, naked, like... Cavill is 43. I don't see him being 43 points. If he comes in at, let's say, uh, 40 points, even like 38 points, and he's just naked, you're probably not going to be like focused on him too much, and then he gets damaged on him at one point in time because someone just takes a shot, and now you've got this, you know, this fairly cheap ship just flying around and maybe punching some crits through. Could be, could be flyable. Yeah, maybe. Points depending. Yeah. I I have a one I have a weird feeling if we ever even see him, like the only the only way that I think he he comes out on the board is if he is the same if he kind of is a uh, what's it called uh, what's that A wing the one you line up in the bullseye Ali no 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 the the other one the I one oh um, Merle Cobbin. Merle, yeah. If, he, if he's like a Merle situation where he's like, he's priced the same as... As a generic I-3. A, a generic, yeah. Yep. And that might be. I mean, again, when he's damaged, he has the negative thing of he can't 
like he has to now flip his one agility die over if he gets if he shows a focus result so can't focus himself to live uh well it it says while you defend if you're damaged you must change one of your focus results to right a he's result. only got but one can't die you, can't you just spend your focus token to flip it and if you don't have a focus token your doesn't really matter. It goes to a blank. It doesn't. It's essentially a blank anyhow. If you don't, have yeah. Focus but I don't know. I feel with must that 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 would probably happen before you can spend your focus. Is my guess. Why? When Hera says that while you attack, true. Or uh, and you can do it any time. Is a, this is this a says, must. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. I think what it only does is that it impedes if you're being shot multiple times. So the first time you get shot, it's like forcing you to spend your uh, focus because if you don't, um, different shots might line up differently, right? You might have uh, an opportunity to spend on a certain time and have less things turn to a blank rather than. Or more things turn to a blank. I, I don't know. There, there must be some we'll, sort of finicky we'll situation, the, but I don't think it comes we'll up too often. see if there's a fact that comes out about it. Um, but they did yeah. talk about the Axamine Warriors that are I-3s, and I don't... I'm trying to read through here again. Uh, I don't know if it was in this... Uh, yes. Uh, so one thing they talk about, they also have the Janata Security Officers. So that's the I-2. So they have brand new I-3, brand new I-2, generic Y-wings. And one thing that they say about them is that these guys flew during the time of the sequel trilogy. Therefore, these Y-wings have tech slots. So what does that mean for a That means that these Y-wings, unlike any other Y-wing, can take things like uh, uh, advanced optics... They can take things like passives... Uh, no, not passive. Uh, what's the... Pattern Analyzer. So, so these Y-Wings, you know, take Pattern Analyzer, flip the 4K over your opponent, take a target lock and shoot him then, kind of thing, or whatever. Interesting with advanced optics. I wonder how that helps with turret shots. Yeah. Right? You take a focus, you, you fire with the turret, and if it's like a, a dorsal... Advanced optics dorsal might actually work out pretty decent for consistent yeah. damage. Um, so I'm not sure if all of the um, Y wings in this pack, um, but one of the other, one of the named Y wings that they talk about is Lima Kai. And Lima Kai says before you engage, if you are not in the enemy ship's front arc, you may acquire a lock. So if you're not in any enemy ship's front arc. You may acquire a lock on an enemy ship in your fore arc. So that's the full front half. Hmm. So that makes sense to people. So if you're not in their front 90 degrees of any ship, you can take a lock on any, on a ship that is in your... You may acquire. So you can be stressed. Take a lock on a ship yeah, that's in your that's... full front 180. That's exactly what I was looking at. I was like, oh, Ken... Lima barrel roll and take on like ah oh, yes she uh, he or she can because I mean then you're just you can do they can do like uh, soft three right or oh, sorry yeah. hard threes right now one of the cards are, are they stressful uh, threes hard threes are stressful yes 
Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be tricky, but I mean not impossible. It's kind of one that you're going to watch out for because you just don't want yep. it to happen. Now, one of the cards they talk about pairing up with these guys is the automated target priority, which is a tech slot. And it's for initiative three or lower, um, so it can go on these generics. And it says while you perform an attack, you must choose a defender at the closest valid attack range. It's a card we've talked about before. It's been around for a little while. Came up with the Zy Clash shuttle in the summer. It also says, after you perform an attack that missed, place a Calculate Token on this card. And before you engage, you may remove a Calculate Token from this card to gain a matching token. So, you know, again, dorsal turrets, not always, not always accurate. Just start loading up on some Calculate Tokens. You know, you do your, you do your three hard turn, and uh, you can still take that Calculate to, to make your attack work good. There's there's possibilities now that they have this tech slot I think that are pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, I, interesting that they mentioned the targeting synchronizer in there too. Yeah, so we're we're getting a bunch of tech slots with this pack. Uh, we're also getting a bunch of cards that the scum can use, but hasn't had access to in a scum ship yet, including the likes of Hondo Onaka uh, crew. And Zam Wessel crew. Yep. So good. So that's pretty cool. The other card that they talk about is Gamut Key. And Gamut Key is coming as both a pilot of the Hawk uh, at I3 and as a crew card. Um, and I believe they. So strong. And they both work the same. Um, there are two charges, one recurring per turn. And it says, at the start of the end phase, you may spend two charges to choose yourself or a ship in your turret arc. Only turret arc, so kind of like Kanan Jarrus and the Hawk, where they're, they're uh, making it just be with turrets. Now, gamut keep crew. Um, instead of turret arc, it says a ship at range 0 to 1. And then that ship has to have one or more circular tokens. Okay, so... Choose a ship in the proper arc or proper range, depending on the ship or card. And then during the end phase, circular tokens are not removed from that ship. So this counts for both focus, evades, reinforce, as well as weapons disabled, uh, jam, ion, uh, not ion, uh, tractor. Is tractor a circular token? Tractor is a, a square token. Circular orange. Oh, oh yeah, 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 true. Very, very cool. Uh, that might be really interesting on uh, the Lancer. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, now, that's scary good. Because you could even prep and hold on to like an evade as well. Yep. Um, so you can be defensive when you would like. You can be more offensive and really shut things down and keep them shut down. Uh, with, because you're dishing out those tractor tokens pretty decently. Um, it, this is, it is this every is other turn. You can't do it every turn. But at the same time, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty cool ability and has a lot of potential. Yeah, I think it's a very, very good card. So then we also get a couple of epic cards again. But these epic cards are different because these epic cards are for a, a single scum, yeah, limited standard ship. So that means, you know, you can put this on Guri, you cannot put it on a Black Sun Ace. You can put this on Fen Rao, you can't put it on a Zealous Recruit. Uh, if that makes sense to people. 
Um, each okay. side has a setup side. Uh, each card side has a setup side. So first we have Bounty, and Bounty has a hired and a paid. The hired side is your setup, and it says equip the side face up. Uh, you can be included in Separatist, Imperial, or First Order squads. So these epic cards don't work really with scum uh, epic lists, but if you're a, a Separatist Empire or First Order player, i.e. Andrew, you can now bring Yay. a scum ship into your epic game. A good reason to fly a scum ship. And it, Finally. So Bounty Hired says after you perform an attack, if the defender was limited and was destroyed, you may recover one charge on your ship card and each of your upgrade cards. Then flip this card. Wow. That could be so good. Uh, yes. Especially with Epic, which has a bunch of crazy stuff happening at any given time. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's a standard ship, so that just means small, medium, or large. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Now when you flip this card, uh, there is nothing on the other side. It's just, you've been paid you're still here, and uh, but no really abilities. It's so cool to be able to just shove a scum ship on your list. Yeah. Now, the other card that's coming is called In It for the Money. This is your setup side. It says equip the side face up. You can be included in Republic, Rebel, and Resistance squads. So this is for the opposite side of the coin from Andrew. And so again, you know, you, you can bring a Republic list and you could decide to, that uh, Boba Fett is actually going to fly for the Republic. You know, you've you've paid him off, and he's there for you. And so, in in it for the money, it also says after an Allied limited ship in your squad is destroyed, gain one focus token and flip this card. Now, the difference from Bounty is that when this one flips, it becomes in it for your rebellion. And it says non-scum ships in your squad are treated as friendly instead of allied. Because while you, uh, even though you can bring a scum ship to both of these lists, they are allied, not friendly. So friendly abilities don't work on them. But once, you know, once he's uh, seen a friend die, he kind of flips over to the side of the rebellion or republic and becomes a friendly. That's a cool little bit of flavor there. That's fun. I like it. I think so too. So I'm kind of especially because you can put um, what's the name of that Y wing that allows you to get do all the re rolls? Cavill. Yeah, so you can throw Cavill in there and just get it. one dude dies and then suddenly Cavill procs and uh, yeah. Now now all your now all of your friendly ships are allied ships and then you can just have Cavill re rolls for everything. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Hold on. It's not Cavill for the record. It's Drea. Oh, okay. You're not. Yeah. I th I, sorry. Cavill is. Know your scum ships. Jeez, Jared. <laughs> he, sorry. Cavill gets roll, re-roll. Re or sorry, roll one additional. That's what I was. I had him mixed up. I don't. It's okay. I don't fly scum Y Wings. My bad, guys. <laughs> I'm a, I apologize to all my scum fighters. Now, there are finally three new cards that we're going to talk about, and we've saved these three for last because they are all very similar to each other. And they are Cutthroat for Scum. We have Hopeful for the Rebels, 
and we have disciplined for the Empire. Uh, they're non-limited. Um, anyways, so Scum has Cutthroat. Cutthroat says, after another friendly ship at range 0-3 is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the Cutthroat upgrade, you may remove one of your orange or red tokens or recover one non-recurring charge on your ship card or one of your equipped upgrade cards. This one was leaked before we had seen it already. Uh, I still think it's a good sh it's a good card, and I'm excited for it. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, yes. Now, hopeful for the rebels says after another friendly ship at range zero to three is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the hopeful upgrade, you may perform a focus or boost action. Uh, it's so strong. Yes, it's that's a good card, and it's probably not going to be cost. It's probably not going to cost too too much, and you only need essentially one of it. That's going to be good. And for discipline for the Imperials, after another friendly ship at range zero to three is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the disciplined upgrade, are you seeing a pattern here? You may perform yes. a lock <laughs> or barrel roll action, which I think is also super good. Mm -hmm. And you know this is so it's an action, so you can't be stressed to be able to do this. However, uh, it's granting you the action, so you don't need to have it on your card. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You just need to have it there and triggering. I mean, yeah, something bad has to happen for it to trigger, but I mean, the the probably the 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 opposite side of the coin is that it's worth it. Mm -hmm. If it's going to happen, you might as well get something out of it. Instead of just losing a ship. Yep. And I think these things are going to be priced pretty decently. Um, Probably. So, so that they are out there. I mean, I can't see them being too, too expensive. Yeah, I can't. I, I would imagine they're somewhere around the two or three points. Because um, they're kind of designed to either be, like, expensive ships have died or you have to spam this card. And it makes so ni so much nice, like, it makes some nice decision making because you're going to be like... I could kill this dude, mm -hmm. but I mean, if uh, I do, this is going to happen. I mean, I can see for the scum cutthroat, you know, a bunch of M3As with uh, with some uh, advanced proton torpedoes on them. You know, you're like, I killed one. And the other guys are like, yay, we get our advanced proton torpedoes again. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be some really nasty stuff with this. Uh, you know, they've already spoken about, you know, Cutthroat bringing back Teltravura um, extra times. They've spoken about, uh, well, hopeful just being just all around good. Yep. Focus, focus is solid. People were talking about uh, with Cutthroat, Moralo, Evol. Just, oh, you killed a friend? I'm going to go off the board again. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new charge to get off the board, get behind you once again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, they're they're going to definitely add some more flavor in there. It's nice to see more of these kind of cards into the mix. Yep. Um, so yeah, each of them works that when a friendly limited or ship bearing the same card at zero to three dies, um, it triggers the card. Um, so it's kind of one of those things uh, he talked a bit about how. Uh, he was trying to help 
you know, when something bad happens to your list, well, here's a good thing that happens for it. Yeah, it's nice to stop snowballing, too. I mean, it's a little bit extra, right? Because sometimes what happens is, you know, you start losing things or you lose a ship and then you take a really... That's a huge toll and then yeah. it's hard to recover. Yeah. But this kind of stuff helps to keep the recovery a little, maybe, keeps you from falling too, too far behind. Right. Yeah, and that's a that's a huge thing that can happen. I, I mean, I've talked about it before on this cast how, you know, we've t- we always talk about dice or averages, but sometimes if the average is too late, you know, you lose a ship first, you can't catch up. So this is just helping you that uh, it's not about can you catch up, it's, you know, you're not going to fall behind. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah, I think it's a very good element of design. Um, it's got good feels all over it as well, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are you excited for the most? Like, what 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 pilot... Do you, do you want to throw down first? Uh, so what pilot am I going to throw down first? Um, you know, I... So I haven't flown Rebels in a very long time. So I'm not 100% sure I'm even going to get the Rebel one, personally. Though I think Hera is ridiculously good, and I can see Hera being put to very good use, as well as the new Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I am kind of really looking at uh, Vader in the Defender, depending on price. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and yeah, it all comes down to price. Um, and what was the other one I was looking at? I mean, Volt Scaris and Defender is also... Uh, I'm... You know, not 100% his ability is... The one... The ability that I wanted. But I think I'm going to be pretty happy with it in the end. So I'm excited to put it on the table. See what he, see what I can do with him. Mm-hmm. If he's coordinated as well, that's fantastic. Yeah, it just... Uh, so it's not what I wanted because I wanted an I-5 that I could throw down beside Rexler Brath mm-hmm. which not saying yeah. I can't but you're not utilizing his ability to the fullest extent if you're using Rex, if you have him in a double D's mm-hmm. you have to now to, to best utilize him you have to have a, a, a coordinating ship yeah um, but I think it's still going to be good and could, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun to, to fly. So I'm looking forward to having that on the table. You know, on a, on a friendly game night, that's probably going to be the first thing I throw down is, is Rexler and, and Voltscaris. Oh, I can't wait for a friendly game night, too. Come on. So close. It feels, feels like it's in grasp, in reach. We're maybe getting there. We'll see. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, how about yourself? What are you most looking forward to? Uh, Defender Vader is definitely, like, high up on the bar, but I feel like that's almost like the cop-out. It's just, like, it's so unique and so perhaps powerful that, that like, most people are kind of be like, yes, I'm just going to try that. I can't wait to try that. I'm going to test it even before it comes out and I'm get points. Um, I, 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 mean, I think with Vader, it's also, like, it's Vader. You know, like, for myself being a M- Imperial player... Vader's one of those ships that I'm off, to, or one of those cards. Whether it's a ship or his his crew, 
you know, it's one of those cards that I'm often looking for a reason to put on the table. Um, mm -hmm. So now I've just got another option for putting Vader on the table. So I think for myself, that is one of the reasons I'm excited for it is, you know, yeah, here we have, I have another chance of putting this ship on the table. It's not, it's not that I think that the ability is that good that I'm like, I'm going to win all my games if I have Vader on the table. It's, I can't wait to, you know, to try him out because he's an iconic ship, iconic pilot in a ship I love. Mm -hmm. um, Vault Scaris in the Interceptor. I am super excited to try that out. I think, especially him even being, uh, if you get to, if he gets coordinated as well, like, I think he's super good. Uh, like, you just co coordinate him, you gain a strain token to recover a charge. Yep. Um, so you just do that, then you go and you, like, you just take a focus, and then the next and next thing you know, you can like double reposition at at your engagement, and or you like it's gonna be so cool. I can see like Volt just being like um, doesn't have anything in arc, and oh look, there's a ship, go get it, and you just go over and you shoot mm -hmm. it. Like it's gonna be so much fun. I want to try him. Yeah, and he, and he's gonna be a good price point, I think. So yeah, I don't know what his price points are gonna be because. I the ability has the ability to be abused, and so I think he's going to be, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be cheap. Yeah, I don't think super cheap, but I don't think super expensive either. I think, you know, Suntir Fell holds, sets the bar at 53, 54. right? 53 or 54? 54. Okay, so I think he sets the bar high and keeps the points on these other guys. They must be lower. Most, Most likely. likely lower. I mean, he's only a five, but I could see him. I could see Volt Scaris being fifty points. Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with fifty points still. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I don't think it's unfair for him to be fifty. Like, I'm not saying I don't think I think he's going to be expensive. Then I just, I, I, I mean, I think fifty-two is pushing it, but I think probably fifty. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard to lock down, lock him down, and even if you block him. Mm -hmm. Um, if he's been coordinated, that ability, mm -hmm. he can just jump away. Yep. Oh, imagine if he had Daredevil. <laughs> That's funny. If he has like Daredevil, and you just like, you're like, oh, I've already performed my thing, so I could, I go. You, so you you coordinate him, and then he moves and takes a focus, and then he on his and on his engagement, he can barrel roll. And oh, I can't daredevil then. But still, I, I just want. I, I think there's going to be so many funny things that happen because he's going to do it at a weird time. So he's just going to be like out of the way or like hard to pin down, like crazy hard. So now, uh, super early, which card do you think is going to be the winner of the pack? I mean, we don't have points, so it's obviously hard to say that way. But winner, like everything. Like, what card do you think is going to have the biggest of all the all the packs? What card do you think is going to have the biggest impact on the meta? Oh, Hera Awing. Yeah. yeah, I I would probably agree with that. I uh, yeah, I, just because I think she'll show up most often, yep. and she's got a great ability, and she's I six, yep. and the ability is just uh, it's allowing yeah you know, at any time, so you can literally roll wait and see what the role is and be like uh yeah actually they need they need this token or this lock uh and you know she can take evades and hand off evades i believe yeah 
Where's her card again? Just yeah. to make sure. I'm not talking garbage. Or is it focused in locks? Hera, 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 Hera. Why do they not have... Not talking about my butt. Uh, one focus evade or lock. Yeah. So yeah, you can you, you can you can throw off a, an evade token, you know. So there's some ships that are already pretty survivable that you can just be like, here's a little bit extra. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And especially you know, you you could now throw this her A wing with a couple of uh, selfless B's and bigs, and just like, yeah, there that list is living forever. Come, on, come at me, bro. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think Hera is going to find her way uh, into the meta for sure. Now, again, way early. Is there a card that uh, has been spoiled so far that you think is probably going to be the loser? Of um, yeah. What do I think? What do I think is going to be a loser? I'm not going to express any like generics because they like they. I think generics basically are like, is it spammable? Can is it like fittable in a list where it's like I got room for yeah. it? Like that doesn't really count. Um, and epics don't count that? because that's not. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Exactly. You know, epics don't uh, don't really matter in there. Um, Okay, so that's an interesting... Actually, I'm going to change mine. I think Gamut Key could be the big meta thing. Oh, I, I do yeah. Think, Gamut Key is super Again, good. it all depends on points. But depending on... and I, Gamut is a little bit of a... You know, of a, of a cop-out because he's got the card and the pilot. Um, and it all depends on points for it. But... It could be one of those cards that can bring the scum back up into, you know, it's everywhere again. Kind of like uh, Zam Wessel is kind of helping a little bit too. And just mm -hmm. saying, um, you know, you know, you're one of those ships that uh, you're. Somebody took block one and and uh, used the the slam and didn't take the ion and Gamut's like, oh well, you're not shooting next turn either. You're gonna hold that one. Yeah. What? What do I think here? Um, okay, I have at least one. Okay. So I believe. Okay. Um, I gotta choose one. I think. I think it'll be the. I want to say Lima mm -hmm. Kai because the ability is almost never ever going to mm -hmm. exist but it's interesting for the fact that Lima Kai most likely will have a text mm -hmm. line and you mentioned the pattern analyzer yep. so you could do funky things like do the 5 or 4k whatever they have yep. get in behind take a focus and then you acquire lock so that actually might be good yep. that sounds good it right? sounds good so uh, you know what I think the one that doesn't make it around is Arlie's Andrasian um, it's either that or Sharabay, but I think Sharabay is better than our uh, better than Arlie. So Arlie's is the one that takes the cake. I think he's just basically useless. Yeah. Um, so I, I, 
I think that the the initial initially we're going to see a bunch of it, um, and then it's gonna just fall off hard, kind of like the Thai brutes did, um, or at least what I feel like the Thai brutes did, uh, and it's going to be the uh, Thai defender elite. I think the first two weeks you're gonna see a bunch of people trying that card out, and I think it's gonna just disappear disappear into the ether as people are going to want to keep, just keep using that to evade my call yep that's very fair I mean double tapping is good uh, but it's such an expensive ship it's such an expensive uh, it, it, you know my uh, you're you're spending 70 plus on your ship um, you want it to survive and yeah. uh, I think you're going to, I think if it's, even if it's zero points, you're going to miss that survivability quite a bit. Uh, just, just my opinion. And I could be wrong. But yeah, like Rexler Breath is the cheapest named pilot we have so far at 78 points, right? Or you're bringing like Colonel, uh, Colonel Vessery at 81 and like he could maybe use it, utilize it, probably can utilize it the best. Uh, because he can just keep gaining those target locks back. But, like, yeah, you bring Vessery at 81 points, plus, you know, you have to bring a cannon or a or a missile for that double tap ability. So you're looking at a 90-point, 85-point sh- uh, ship, and then he doesn't mm. have an evade token. Yeah, you could be really good for... You could get a really good sh- turnoff, and die at the same turn. Do you think? Do you think Volt comes in below Rexler? Uh, I don't want to say yes. I think they're gonna. I think he's probably gonna be seventy-eight points too. Okay, I can uh, see that. Just because v- Rexler versus Volt one-on-one, Rexler is better. Volt with a coordinating ship, Volt is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, fair enough. Because if you coordinate Volt with Saver Meal, Volt gains his strain, does his blue move, loses the strain, and then he can sit there and wait until he engages to decide what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, you just probably fo- focus evade, and then when he goes to engage, he just takes a lock. lock. He could boost if he's if he doesn't get the angle he wants, he can boost. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. He can yeah. he can decide what he wants, what he needs to do when he needs to do it. Um. So, yeah, I think seventy eight is probably where he's gonna sit because again, by himself, not not super fantastic, not bad, but not fantastic. With a coordinating ship, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I agree. All right. Is there any... Oh, last thing that we have to... Last bit of business we have. Huge congratulations. Goes out to Perry Roger Roger Lau for winning the Natty's Online Tournament. Uh, came into the top eight as the underdog. You know, taking that last spot and then just bulldogs his way through the entire top eight and claims that top place. 
in the end beating Alexander Barrett in the finals. Uh, it was such a good game. You check it out on Nickel City uh, X Wing with uh, Greg. Uh, it was real. It was fantastic. It was so it was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about that. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, thank you for everyone for participating in the Natty's online event. We look forward to dishing out all of our prizes. I uh, can't wait for you guys to have them in your hands. It was a blast. Uh, and thanks again to Brew Wizards for supplying the prizes. It was fantastic. Super, super appreciated. And obviously, Greg, again, for streaming. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. Greg like made a special appearance on a Wednesday night, not his normal flight night, in order to stream that game for us even. So thank you, thank you, yes, thank you, yes, thank he you did. for that. That was awesome. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, any shout-outs for anything, Andrew? Anything I didn't let you say? No. No, after that moment, I, I'm uh, pretty good. I'm just, uh, you know, um, excited. I think we they mentioned that we're going to get a Vader-specific article oh. um, in the Defender, which will be pretty cool. Um, hopefully we get also maybe a bit of conversation about design and what they were thinking. Behind. And it has been happening a lot more. Yes, these, I love each it. Of these articles has been having a uh, Brooks Fluger Lovett I love it. Uh, has he designed the cutthroat, hopeful and disciplined carts, and he wrote up a little three-paragraph um, breakdown on his process for each of these cards in these three packs. Uh, so if you haven't had the chance to read it, it's worth a read. Um, but yeah, could be could be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, I, I appreciate them going through all that. It's kind of it's kind of cool them talking about their processes. Yeah, I, I agree. It's nice to see, like the uh, it, it, what what they're actually thinking about and how much thought is being put into the decisions that are being added to the game. Mm-hmm. So that's super exciting. Can't wait, and I'm super excited to see what these points are for all these squads, these squadron packs. Yep. Yep. Well, that's about it. That's all I can think of. All right. I want to also extend thanks to Greg from Nickel City X-Wing uh, for for streaming our games. Uh, and I want to thank Brew Wizards once again for sponsoring the event. Um, huge shout out to them. Uh, if you have not already pre-ordered your... Uh, whatever wave this is I've lost track of our wave numbers um, if you have not already put in your pre-order I mean obviously if you have a, a home game store already you know always always buy from your, your favorite local game store but if you do not you know think about putting in your orders with Brew Wizards out of Oshawa actually to be very even honest I can tell you how you can put in your order right now. Um, all you have to do is email uh, Kyle at Kyle at brewwizards.ca. Express who you are, 
what you're what we, you would like to pre-order and bam pre-orders is in cool well everybody thank you so much for joining us if you would like to get a hold of us please feel free to reach out over instagram or facebook we also have a discord server for which we will leave a link in the description and we can be reached by email at nattiespodcast at gmail.com. My name is Jared, and until next time, keep your ship on the mat. We're rooting for you. And as always, just roll Natty. Natty.